Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. When my husband and I and the family went to Ireland, yes, we did. We kissed the Blarney Stone. It was raining and the stone was slimy and gooey and okay. But anyway, we just wanted to say that we had done it. Ireland was absolutely beautiful, even though right now it seems to be under lockdown like several countries in Europe and maybe the United States as we're facing this coronavirus. But today, as I write this, it is St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Blarney, I know we all become a little bit Irish, don't we? We have the green popcorn and eat the Irish food and they have green beer and we wear buttons that say, kiss me, I'm Irish. Uh, If you don't wear green, you get pinched, remember? And what do we really know about St. Patrick, though? What's the real story behind all of this? Many of the people in Ireland don't even really know, except maybe he drove the snakes out. The real story of St. Patrick was that, and this is historical, at the age of 16, he was kidnapped and taken to a land he didn't know. That's Ireland. He wasn't from Ireland. He was perhaps British, but instead of him getting angry and instead of him wanting revenge and instead of him wanting to get even, he didn't do any of that. He became an overcomer as he persevered through his kidnapping, through these persecutions, tribulations, trials, just like we go through. Here's what he was told to do. You've been kidnapped because we need somebody to go tend to the sheep. And kind of like David in the Old Testament, kind of like Joseph and others that tended sheep, he was there all alone in the beauty of nature, in the green grass, perhaps. And what did he do? He prayed. He wasn't really a religious person. He wasn't really strong in his faith. But as he was alone with only God, just as many of us find ourselves when we're quarantined, or as I do jail ministry, many of the girls there say, you know, it's because I have time that I actually pray and talk to God. And that's what St. Patty did. He grew in his faith and he began to walk in love right where he was being held captive. So the question I have for you today is, are you going to just be held captive and white-knuckle it through this time? Or are you really going to grow in your faith? Can you choose to be an overcomer? Can you choose to help others instead of influence others to be afraid? So as he was tending these sheep, there's something that he learned. God was real. And God was with him. And it was there, as he was growing in his faith, that he went on to become a man of example. 
So St. Patrick goes on to tell us that he did get away. He was on a ship. He was kind of stowaway, and he returned to his homeland. But he had changed, and his homeland hadn't. But it was there in Ireland, as he had come to know Jesus, that he heard the voice of God. And that's why when he returned to the place that was evil, he actually was a witness both in England, both in Ireland. And he went on in Ireland as he went back to help the people and change them there. He became a bishop. And as he was living there, guess what he used? The example he sat in the grass all the time picking clovers. Most of them are three-leaf. And he used the three-leaf clover there in Ireland to teach others about the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, wherever you are today, my friend, even if you're being, quote, held captive, unquote, in your own home, you can find out that there are people who are living in fear, people who are anxious, people who need you to help them. And there's a lost and dying world wherever you go. You can go to Ireland. You can go to China. You can go across the fence to your neighbor's yard. And people are being held captive. And it's there, my friend, that we find out we can serve a great and mighty God. Do you hear the lost crying out for help? They were crying even before all of this started. And it's like we have a mission. It's almost like we're missionaries, not to Ireland like St. Patty was. Think about it. God puts people in our path every day. And there's a lost and dying world right where we're planted. Do you hear that call? Well, I'm telling you, we can still wear our green and we can still have fun and we can still be Irish and we can still celebrate our heritage. But there's one thing else we're called to do, and that's to help our brother, our neighbor, right across the street. Who is next door to you that is just fearful and lost and dying and they're so afraid of what's happening around us? And all I know is that we uh, don't have to be kidnapped. We don't have to be sent to another world. World. We don't have to have any tragedy going on, and yet even now many people consider this the worst tragedy that our world has ever known, and it may be. We don't know what the future holds, but we do know that if we would get out of our own sad self and go across the street or across the fence and see someone that needs just a little bit of love, that needs a hug or needs a loaf of bread even, or a roll of toilet paper, as we're finding out in this day and age. But if you've been changed by the love of Christ and he fills your heart, then we have to know that we are called to be obedient. And he tells us to go be his ambassador. Samuel said, what is more pleasing to the Lord, burnt offerings and sacrifices or obedience to hearing his voice? And that's what we're called to do today. Patrick heard the call of God's voice, and he knew that there were people who were dying and without hope because he had seen them of all times when he had been held captive there, but he saw the world and he wanted to help. He stayed in Ireland for 29 years. He baptized over 100,000 people, 
He built 300 churches. And we may not ever do anything big like that in our lives, or we may do even more. But as God has called you, isn't this the time? Right now, we all have a legacy, so let's pass it on. God, I just pray for those that are listening that are afraid or scared or sad or who just need to celebrate today to know that St. Patrick was not a saint because he was canonized or given sainthood by a church, but because we are all saints according to your word. We're either sinners or saints. And when the saints go marching in, God, I pray for the one listening that will march in because they have trusted in Christ as their Savior, that they've admitted we're all sinners and we're helpless and we need God, you, our Jesus, our Christ, to save us, and that you see us through the cross. And that's why we get to be a saint, telling others we don't have fear, but we live in the great admonition of the Lord and great expectation that one day you will be coming back. Thank you, God, and I pray for the one listening that needs to be uplifted today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thank you for listening, my friend. God bless you, and happy St. Patty's Day. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.